the business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi, and uh, I got my blackjack gum here, and I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Oh, me, sir. God damn it. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. Come to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. you! As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Bowling, well, this calls for the old Billy Barul. That's a huge bitch! The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's over, Johnny. It's over! Uh, the only thing over is the work week for some people. Damn it, it's Friday night. It's THT Movie Review. We are here. What is going on, everybody? Anthony, my man, what is going on, bro? What's going on, man? Not too much, man. Not too much. We, uh... We don't have an exact movie tonight. <laughs> no. No, no. We're unprepared, uh, so uh, good night, folks. Uh, good night, yeah. We were, ex- yeah, <laughs> we were expecting to have Bobby on, but he's having a Skype issue. <laughs> Imagine that shit. Uh, yeah, Skype for some reason is screwing Bobby. Um, Bobby, I tried to call you a couple times. I don't know what if you can see it or not, but... I've tried to call you and add you to the call a couple times. I'll try again in a minute here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we will talk. If you guys in the chat room want to bring up something, I'll, we'll let you know if we've seen it, haven't seen it, blah, blah, blah. But um, I don't know. I mean, really, we can just fucking we can talk about fucking anything you guys want, anything that comes up. But um, I don't know, man. Here's one thing I did want to mention. This yeah. week, for some reason, I've been watching all the Fast and Furious movies. Ah. Which one are you up to? Well, the first one they were showing on my uh you know, on my my, my old cable package out there. 
So I was watching the first one and the second, Too Fast and Too Furious. Ah, yeah. And then for some reason it made me want to watch Tokyo Drift. And that, uh, people shit on that one, but I actually enjoyed that one for some reason. I actually have enjoyed all of them for some reason. Like I said, man, I know it's, you know, this, that, car zooming and it's, yeah, shit going this and going that. But I like these fucking stupid movies. You know, Vin Diesel is horrible. He's not a good actor. I know he's not. But you know what? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? These movies are fucking good. I, they're, they're not good. They're bad. But I enjoy watching them. How's that? Yeah. And that actually kind of like segue into something I did want to uh, get Bobby's input on and yours too. When you go into a show or a movie, like, do you have any criteria? Like, what do you hope to get out of a show or a movie that you dedicate your time to? Um, just not to be falling asleep during the fucking movie. Pretty much. I mean, if I'm falling asleep, there's a problem. You know, yeah. a real fucking problem. Because I can, I mean, I've said before, I like the Transformers movies, I like the Fast and Furious movies, I like all that bullshit. But if I'm fucking falling asleep during a movie, that's bad. The only thing I want to get when I fucking watch a movie, I don't want to have to sit there and fucking figure out shit. I pretty much want questions answered. And um, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just I don't want to sit there and have to fucking be in class watching a movie. I want to shut my brain, watch the movie, and uh, be happy. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, same here, because I, I remember, like, first time I saw The Matrix, mm-hmm. it pissed me off because I had to watch it a few times to get the point of the fucking movie. Good movie, but you, at least for me, I had to watch it a few times to really get the point of where they were going. You know, there's a lot of movies, though, when you rewatch, you always catch something you didn't catch. You're like, oh, fuck, I didn't catch that before. Like, I was watching, what was I watching last weekend? Cocktail. Ah, classic. The movie Cocktail. And, you know, his buddy, uh, you know, Douglas Codlin is sitting there, and I'm like, I never noticed he had a fly on his back that whole scene. And I've seen that movie a million times. Yeah, he had a fly on his back for that whole fucking scene. One scene where he, when he just walks up to the bar, and he's seeing Tom Cruise again for, like, you know, three years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, there's another shitty, great movie I like. That's a chick flick. Don't get me wrong. I know it's a chick flick, but it's a fucking decent movie. Hey, chick flicks are the gateway to uh, <laughs> good dates. You know, to be honest with you, dude, 80s movies, I, I, I'm not sure if they weren't considered chick flicks or they were just, I mean, t- Top Gun is basically considered a chick flick. I don't, I mean, yeah, anything with a pretty boy like Tom, and look. I'm not going to uh, mitigate his career to that because Tom Cruise can be a good actor with the right roles. Mm-hmm. But anything with a guy that's considered good looking by uh, traditional standards can be classified as a chick flick, in my opinion. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, you know, I mean, like a, a lot of those 80s movies really are, I mean, you know, Pretty in Pink, 16 Candles. You go through a lot of those John Hughes movies, some of them are fucking chick flicks, but they're great fucking movies. I mean, you know, and then you get near, you know, your comedies, your caddy shacks, which are the, you know, the polar opposite. But, 
you know, and I like Caddyshack. I like Caddyshack 2. Caddyshack I mean, 2 lacks for me, but I, I enjoyed it. But the first, you can't top the first one. It, no, no, no. There's no. certain movies, like, to me, don't need sequels. <laughs> Caddyshack need, was probably, even no. though I did enjoy the second one, Not don't get me wrong, but I think Caddyshack should have been like a standalone type situation. Yeah, especially if you couldn't get like the original cast back. <laughs> I don't know where Peabag's just got. He's right. Pee Wee's girlfriend Dottie did not believe that uh, he was in Texas until he sang "The Stars at Night Are Big and Bright," and that's right, deep in the heart of Texas. I don't know where he got that, but yes, fucking great Pee Wee Herman. We got a Pee Wee Herman, folks. We got a Pee Wee Herman reference. Good fucking movie. Um. That was Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I like that fucking movie. That was a badass movie, dude. Were you I, a Herm, Pee-wee Herman fan growing up? Yep. Yep, I was. <laughs> I was, and you know what? My kids watch Pee-wee's Playhouse all the time in the car. Ah. Uh, did yes. you warn them about going into uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse after 11 o'clock at night? No, I did not. I'm not going <laughs> to sit there and tell them that guy was whacking off in a theater. God, who cares? <laughs> it's not like he was It's not like he was sitting there whacking off the fucking child porn in a the theater. I mean, he was whacking off. Shit happens. You get horny, you got to fucking you got to you got to fucking spit the poison out, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I I, I mean, look. You know, I was watching his um, E! True Hollywood story. Mm-hmm. By the way, great fucking show. And uh, shout out to the person on YouTube that's been uploading old school episodes of that show. Love you. <laughs> love you for it. I love him. But, uh, you know, like, I guess, like, apparently, like, coming up, like, once he made it, he got, like, the big head syndrome. And, like, mm-hmm. forgot a lot of people that helped him out along the way. So a lot of people were secretly uh, happy when he got popped for, uh... <laughs> Popping off, apparently. Really? And, I mean, you know, there's a guy who, and people don't realize, Paul Rubens, not Pee Wee. I mean, he was in the Blues Brothers. Wait, wait, he was? You're going to make me rewatch that. He was the waiter when they went to go get the, um, what's up, Ben? I said, unless you come out, you can stay. Yes, Ted. Put him to bed. Go ahead. I'm Ferris sorry. Bueller's Day Off is a classic. One of my favorites. Yes. Yes, we have done it. We have done that movie. Didn't we? Yes, we did. We did? Okay. I thought so. We actually, we actually did it on like the anniversary. I think it was like the, uh, it was 27, 26 years old, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Pee Wee, uh, he was the waiter when they went to go pick up the, uh, one of the guys for the band. And um, Pee Wee Herman was the waiter. Uh, Paul Rubens, let's not, this guy was in Blow. Yeah. He was in Blow. That was a badass movie, and he was in it as Paul Rubens. Um, I mean, he's done a lot more than people know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he, I, I have no issues with what the fuck he did, dude. I mean. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't fucking with kid, but I, I guess it just goes to, like, you know, when you have like a when you have like a kitty character like he mm. played for all in years, you almost have to have like a fucking spotless image in order to like kind of like survive certain things. It would be like I don't know. No, uh, I, I 
I get it, dude. I, I, I know what you're saying. You, you know, if you're going to be doing a kid's show. But let me tell you something. If you watch Pee-wee's Playhouse, not completely a kid's show. More for, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I remember the references. I would say his show was more for, like, teenage stoners. You know, I'm not so, I mean... You know, and and you know the the really weird thing about that show is some of the uh, the actors that spawned from that show. I mean, I'm uh, Lawrence. I'm, I'm sorry, Larry Fishburne. Back then, it was not Lawrence. Um, <laughs> he was Cowboy Curtis. Um, Phil Hartman. You know, rest in peace, Phil Hartman. He was on that show as. Uh, uh, Captain something, I can't remember. Maybe someone in the chat will remember. But he was on that show, too. I mean, there were a, a couple actors that spawned off that show. But, um, yeah, I mean, and you know, I mean, he, that show even went to Broadway, Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah. There's a live version of that show, and I've seen it. I have it. Actually, I have that. But I don't know, man. Not. I, I mean, a lot of those cartoons back then weren't exactly for kids dude look at all the references in scooby-doo yeah fuck There's... that uh fucking uh remember ren and stippy ren it well that was definitely not for little kids. that was my shit <laughs> i mean south park obviously not for kids oh but the i'm talking about when ren and stippy first came out go back mm -hmm. and check out some of those references yeah ren some and of stippy. that shit got banned <laughs> yeah they were pretty bad and i'll tell you what man you know and I've said this before, even some of these kids' movies, these Disney movies, you know, they throw the adult references in there so, you know, the adults can get a little pop when they're in there. And, you know, the one I always think of is watching Madagascar. And they're all in the, you know, gutted out plane and having their meeting. And one of them, they're all freaking out. And one of them just goes, it's a cookbook. It's a cookbook. And it says, you know, to serve, you know, lemur. Obviously referencing the Twilight Zone to serve man. The, in my opinion, the best Twilight Zone episode ever made is that one right there. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, you know, the, but they always throw in those little adult references. So, you know, the adults have something to look forward to, I guess. Oh, and uh, by the way, just to uh, circle back, Phil Hartman's character was uh, Captain Carl. On Captain TV Carl. Playoffs. I, I, I. I I knew it was Captain something. I just didn't know. Captain Carl. All right, there you go. Uh, and Teddy is putting weird science in here. Holy shit. What a great movie. But think about the plot to that movie. It's sort of a dirty dancing kind of thing. This with nerds. woman woman was basically molesting these kids. Beautiful thing. You can get away with that in the 80s. I mean, you know, she basically was, but great movie. Uh, uh, what, uh, what, what was her name? Uh, Jennifer Grey, you mean? No, 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 no. From Weird Science. Uh, oh, um, shit, I'm blanking. I want to say Le, uh, uh, Le something. I can't remember. Oh, is it name. Kelly LeBrock? Kelly LeBrock, thank you. Uh, was married to Steven Seagal for a long time. Oh yeah, what was that movie? They did? Was it Hard to Kill? They did together, or they they did more than one together. Yes, didn't they? Hard to Kill was the one they met. Yeah, that was the one where he was. Uh, yeah, he had a coma, came out of yeah, the coma. Yeah. 
you know, was, you know, all better within like, you know, two days walking, doing, you know, sticking himself with acupuncture. Now, let yeah. me ask you now, do you think Steven Seagal stole Chuck Norris gimmick or Chuck Norris stole Steven Seagal's gimmick? Oh, dude. He uh, Chuck Norris is the, <laughs> I mean, there's Bruce Lee and then second is Chuck Norris. I hate to say Bruce Bruce is above Chuck, but I believe he would even agree with that. Um, matter of fact, there's a few videos out there of him telling stories of meeting Bruce Lee and how badass Bruce Lee really was. Yeah. Uh, you know, when they were sparring, some of the things he could do. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, just just badass. You know, but, like, uh, people make a lot of jokes, but uh, Chuck Norris in his own right is a badass. Chuck Norris is a legit badass. I mean, the guy's 70-something years old, still looks fucking great. But, you know, I've said this before, you know, about Steven Seagal. Don't put anything past that, man. He's fucking, he is a badass. He he can also fucking, you know, he's a expert marksman. Man can light a match from 60 fucking yards away with a fucking 9mm. Very cool. You know, I mean, that's not something, you know, that, that's something probably only, you know, a good handful of people in the world can do. You know, really, really, that, 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 that's hard to fucking do. But, uh, yeah, dude, and, you know, I was watching one of his movies the other day. Um, not a Missing very, in action? On Deadly Ground. Oh, Seagal. Yes. That's the Indian, I uh, want the Indian Reservation, right? Yes, it is. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. They're out in somewhere in either like Oregon or Alaska or somewhere. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's in it. The um, oh, the guy from Wall Street, the original Wall Street, um, the guy that was in Scrubs, the the uh, tall, funny guy. Yeah, bald. No, give me one second. I'll uh I know you talk. Up. I can't think of his name. I know you're talking about though. Yeah, he was in that movie. And uh he's been in a ton of fucking movies that guy. But uh he been he's been doing movies forever. Like I said, he's finally he's, I mean, you know, still doing stuff. You know, uh give me one sec. He played John C. Zach, I believe it's John is it, uh, C. Zach Braff? Nope, it's John C. McGinley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, John C. McGinley is in that movie. Uh, and, yeah, he's done, yeah, Scrubs, Platoons. He was in Seven. He was in The Rock. Uh, he's still doing stuff. Still doing stuff. He was in Burn Notice for a bunch of episodes. He's been doing, he's got a TV movie coming out. But, uh, yeah, this guy's been doing movies since, I'm going to go, like, the, yeah, 1985. Uh, actually, Platoon was only his third movie, and then Wall Street was only his fifth. Um, I was watching the original Wall Street about, about a week and a half ago, too, man. That's a fucking great movie, too. Yeah. That is a hell of a fucking movie. And um, I'm watching it. Here's something. You remember how I just said a little while ago, you, you always see things you didn't realize... But, um, do you remember that movie, the original one? Uh, yeah, I remember it. Not everything from it, but I remember, like, the core of it. I'm watching it, and there's a, a, a scene right after he meets Gordon Gecko, where Gordon sends a hooker to his house, and they're in the limo. 
I have seen this movie many, many times. Did not realize the girl playing the hooker is Andrea Thompson, who played um, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, Detective Jill Kirkendall in uh, NYPD Blue for like four years. Wow, we're predating our NYPD Blue references. Phenomenal, absolutely. Box. absolutely. This movie's uh, let's see, Wall Street's at what eighty-seven. So yeah, this was before that, but I didn't. I took me. I never realized it. <laughs> never uh, it's funny you bring it. up Wall Street because you know my Michael Douglas is another prolific actor. Did a lot of stuff in the eighties, nineties. Mm-hmm. Remember a couple weeks ago when we was talking about uh, white men can't jump. Mm-hmm. That episode, and I kind of brought up the fact that uh, Wesley Snipes went through a period where he was just fucking in every movie. Yeah, I'm starting to think that he got that from fucking Michael Douglas. Because, like, <laughs> if you look at a lot of his movies, like, I would say, like, Fatal Attraction, Basic Instinct, Disclosure, it just seemed like he went through a period where he had, like, a run, <laughs> where he just had that pussy clause in his contract. Yeah, he might, too, man. Yeah, and he, he's in, in another one, The Women Had to Be Hot. They had to be the hottest women at the time, because think about those three movies you just mentioned. They all star the hottest three women of that, you know, of that decade. Yeah. So, but then again, he was one of the hottest stars of, you know, of that decade, too, so. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, but, uh, yeah, man, that's, the, but, yeah, Wall Street, man, I'll, 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 uh, I have not seen the newer, what, is that 2015 or 16 one? But, uh, I'll eventually watch it. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a chance because, you know, I'm a Michael Douglas fan. Uh, a lot of his movie, Black Rain. Oh, oh Black fuck, Rain. Down, but Black Rain was the shit. Black Rain is under-fucking-rated. That's him and, uh, Andy Garcia's in that with him. Yeah, uh, and Andy Garcia, you know, the, the great another fucking underrated guy, but um, yeah, Godfather Part Three, notwithstanding. No, well, you know, everybody's entitled to a dud every now and then. Yeah, Black Rain though is that movie. You don't hear a lot of people talk about it when they talk about Michael Douglas, but that's a really good, intense movie to watch, man. Good, intense movie. Um, I mean, I don't know if you've never seen it. Basically, they're they're New York cops, you know. They're Manhattan cops. Uh, the Japanese yakuza starts doing some shit in New York. They follow them to, I believe it's Hong Kong, and um, you know, get into a bunch of shit there. But I mean, it's all you know, yakuza's gangsters. Andy Garcia, spoiler: Andy Garcia dies. Um, and, but it's just a fucking good movie. Intense movie to watch, though, man. Yeah, he was in a lot of underrated things. Like, uh, you ever see The Game? Yes, I've seen The Game. I have seen The Game. Um, and don't forget all the, uh, what were those, uh, not, not Raiders of the Lost Ark, the uh, other ones that he did that were like those. Uh, God damn it. I should have IMDb pulled up tonight, I guess. Let me pull it up real quick. Give me one second. Yeah, I know. I, I, and I can't believe I can't think of him. But uh, here, I'll pull up Michael... Michael Douglas movies. Thank you. Oh. Thank you, IMDb and Google. You're so great. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, he's uh, let's see, where oh, falling down. There's another good one. Oh, I love, I love that. Yeah, we're gonna get to that one of these days. That that ah. movie is. You talk about underrated. That movie needs to get talked about a hell of a lot more than it does. There we go, Romancing the Stone. Romancing the Stone. That's the movie I was thinking of. Um, oh, another one. Shit, War of the Roses. War of the Roses. I was just. I love that, at that fucking movie. <laughs> That's a great disclosure you mentioned. Traffic's a great movie, too. Yeah. Great fucking movie. Uh, let's see. What else here have I seen? I, again, I need to... Oh, that was 2010, that new Wall Street. And I did not realize he played Gordon Gecko in that movie. All right, I'm going to have to watch that this weekend. Uh, Last Vegas. My fiance loves that movie. Absolutely loves that movie. Don't say a word. I remember that one. Uh, yeah, let me see yeah. Ant Man. I haven't seen. Now, let me ask you. You know, we're talking about uh, we're sidetracking on Michael Douglas here. Mm-hmm. In terms of his acting style, would you kind of put him in the same category of um of a Charlie Sheen, or having like that seeming like the same type of expressions and acting style, where it just seemed like it doesn't. It's not to take away from his movies, but it just doesn't seem to change from movie to movie. Like his disposition and on on camera for whatever reason. Well, I mean, he has a, I mean, he never really changes his his cadence or anything about him. But I mean, you know, like, you know, I mean, he can, I can believe he's a cop when he's a cop. I can believe he's a high powered businessman when he's a high powered businessman. I believe he he does have range. It's just he's he's a monotone kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I definitely I I think he's a believable actor. I mean, like I said, I mean, he's amazing in fucking the original Wall Street, and then you know he plays a great cop in uh, in in Black Rain, and you know he's he's I think he's believable. I, I mean, Charlie Sheen, he's Charlie Sheen and everything, but that's because of how we know him now. Yeah, but even like just growing, it just seemed like like don't get me wrong, I, I, I'm actually a fan of a lot of Charlie Sheen's movies, mm-hmm. but he just always seemed like he's saying like that word you use, cadence. He just never seems to like change his cadence or how he talks or how he, you know what I mean? It just does, it just seems like everything is just Charlie Sheen as Charlie Sheen. Well, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean it pretty much is. I mean, there's not many movies where he's not just Charlie Sheen playing a character. But still Charlie Sheen. I mean, you know, uh, I think Ferris Bueller's Day Off is the, the probably the, the biggest range he's ever had. Every other movie I can think of that he's been in has just been him being him. I mean, but... It, I mean, it works for him, but it, I just kind of like... <laughs> it's like when you... But it's just like it's noticeable when you go from like a, a Pacino movie or De Niro movie because they kind of change it up, flick the flick. They don't play the same character twice. Mm-hmm. And then when you watch like two Charlie Sheen movies back to back, it's like you don't feel like anything changed but the plot. Nah, you know what? One really good movie he did, and it's a little another underrated, was uh, The Rookie with Clint Eastwood. Wow, that's going back too. Where he was a cop, uh, obviously a rookie cop. He was, he was really good that movie. And if you don't like Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part Deux, fuck you. Yeah, if and you, I'm gonna throw the chase in that too. Oh, if I you fucking can't, love the chase. 
if you oh the chase is great, but if you can't like the fucking those two mo- those two funny stupid ass movies, Hot Shots and the second one, you need to fucking cheer up a little bit. Come on, Money Talks, another good one. Him and Chris Walker, uh, uh, Chris, uh, Chris, a, Chris Tucker. My God, Christopher Walken. Looking at box. Christopher Walken would be great in that movie. I don't know where we're gonna go. Beyond the Law. Oh right. yeah, oh that's when he that's when he was uh, going through his fat phase. I think Beyond the Law is my favorite Charlie Sheen movie, to be honest with you. It's not uh, Terminal Velocity? No. Beyond the Law, him, Michael Madsen. Uh Michael Madsen's a badass as he is in every fucking movie, but god damn Beyond the Law, dude, that is a good movie. And you know, we've we've looked this up I mean, that that that's a true story. That oh, movie, it is! Wow, that movie is a true story. That's the good part about that movie. That you know, I mean, Daniel Saxton was a real. That that was real. He was undercover. He did all that shit. They took down hundreds of guys, um, and he is in that movie. He's one of the extras in the fight scene. Where. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, he's the dude getting his ass kicked. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I call taking one for the team. It's your story, but you don't <laughs> you don't mind being the uh, job guy in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's really seriously one of my 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 favorite Charlie Sheen movies. And uh, you know, like we said, Michael Madsen's in there. Talk about a fucking badass guy, man. Yeah, I'm I'm actually surprised. I thought you would have said something like. Uh... Either Young Guns or uh, Major League. Oh, I mean, I love Young Guns, and I like the Major League movies, all of them, to be honest with you. I think they were all pretty decent. The third one, they went a little off the rails, but they did what they could. But, you know, um, Major League, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Platoon, he's in Platoon. That's an excellent movie, but I don't consider that. That's not not a complete Charlie Sheen movie. There's so many big actors in that movie. Yeah, plus uh, that yeah, plus that he's pretty much still young into his career at that point. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's 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 uh, that's the second movie that him and uh that uh John Guy did together. I mentioned Wall Street, they also were in Platoon together. Um, you know, but uh yeah, man, that's a great 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 fucking fucking show. But um yeah, we mentioned the chase. Uh what was the other one you mentioned? Uh, Major League, uh, I mentioned um, Minute Work. Minute That's Work, guilty pleasure. I, I, like, I love that one. <laughs> uh, Stephen King, B or C movies. B makes well, his A is The Shining, so. <sighs> You're going to be surprised. I like Sleepwalkers. Oh, that's, yeah, that's the, that was an all-star cast, too. You had Brad Pitt, De Niro. I like that fucking movie, believe it or not, man. I think that's one of his uh one of his better movies. I like Christine and um uh to be honest, my probably my real favorite is Stand By Me. No it? No love for it? Uh, I'm a little creeped out by What <laughs> don't tell me you have a phobia of clowns. I'm not big in the clowns. Not big in the clowns at all. Um I'll wait for Sheen to do a run in. Right about now. Yeah, look, I'm just not a clown guy. Uh, I mean, some of the, I mean, some of the Stephen King movies. I'll, I'm not big into a lot of the, 
you know, uh, Firestarter, The Running Man, good one, uh, The Dead Zone. Love that movie. There's Christopher Walken again. Uh, Tales from the Dark Side, you know, there's a good one. Uh, let's see, what else? Cujo. My dad, it was one of my dad's favorite movies. It is one of my dad's favorite movies. Uh, Secret Window, Creep Show, Green Mile, Misery. Love Misery. Uh, Maximum Overdrive gets a lot of shit, but that's a good fucking movie. Uh, Thinner. Thinner's good. That is uh, fucking... You, that, yeah. That's a movie that's lost to time, lost to the sands of time. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about fucking Thinner. No, it, I like Pet Cemetery, but Stand By Me is such a good fucking movie to me. Uh, yeah, even Weaves is saying Christine. I, Shaheen hates that movie too, but I like Christine. Um, but Stand By Me, obviously I believe it was, uh, based off of a novel. I think the novel might have been called The Body, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was called The Body. But uh, that's such a fucking good movie. You know, and I was actually reading a little thing, you know, a little nostalgia thing on Facebook the other day about that movie. They actually, the cast went to a fair or something of some sort, and the kids got brownies, and the brownies turned out to be pot brownies and the uh the one kid who played the heavy kid they found him like he was so high they found him in a park crying wow alone yep just couldn't go back uh teddy teddy's bringing up the shawshank redemption yeah no it's just not my it's not my kind of movie Sometimes I have to apologize when I say that, but <laughs> it's not my kind of movie, really. Um, you know, Stand By Me is my kind of movie. Uh, Sleepwalkers, I just thought that was a really fucking cool movie. Misery, I mean, come on. Kathy yeah. Bates, James Caan. I'm going to throw an eyeball one at you. Uh-huh. This is off topic, though, uh. What you what what are your thoughts on the crying game? Was that your type of movie, Box? No, not really. <laughs> I won't lie, being like I've never watched that fucking movie. No, I've seen that movie. Weird, very weird, creepy, <laughs> very creepy. Did, did it have you questioning things by the end? Yeah, me questioning why I just fucking spent what was it an hour and forty minutes watching this shit. Uh... That was my question. What the fuck was I doing? So, yeah, 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 I didn't like that movie at all. Didn't fucking like that movie. But, uh, you know, Green Mile for Stephen King movies, that's, that's, that's a great movie. That's been on, uh, that's been on my TV lately, too. Secret Window, the Johnny Depp movie. Uh, Johnny Depp and John Totoro, who, I don't care what you say about John Totoro, he's fucking awesome. Um. that's another really good movie, too. I like that story. I like that movie. I know everyone... Johnny Depp gets a lot of people hating on him. But I don't mind him. I got no issues with the guy. You know, hey, the guy gets a lot of work. What are you going to do? Yeah. Plus, he's a good actor. I mean, 
I don't really hate on act. The only time I think I ever hated on an actor mm-hmm. was Tom Cruise when I wasted money to see what was that movie? Fucking Minority Report. For some reason, that movie just turned me. That that made me hate Tom Cruise for a little while. <laughs> uh, did it really? I I didn't mind. I mean, that it, movie. it wasn't like the. I'm not gonna say it was the worst thing I ever saw, but it it no. just was like boring. It just like it was nothing really happening in it. See, I liked that movie, and I'm not gonna lie. I I'm I'm I'm, I'm I sort of like Colin Farrell, but you know I I don't und- I liked that movie. I like action. What can I say? I like that's a movie I can put on, sit back, and just all right. Let me go smoke a bowl. Ah, just who gives a fuck? Who gives a graveyard shift? Everyone's bringing up graveyard shift. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I forgot about that lawnmower man. Teddy's bringing up that was another good one. Not, not, not really. Lawnmower man wasn't really my cup. That was a pretty fucked up movie. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's so many Stephen King movies that are that were good, but yeah, it was not my favorite. Not a clown guy. Not a clown guy. Not a clown. Guy. Pet Cemetery. Believe it or not, that's my mom's favorite movie. Also, wow, that's that's interesting. Yeah, she loves that movie. My dad does too. They'll sit there and watch. My parents are big horror fans, which surprises me that I'm. I don't like horror movies. I just don't. I just don't care for them. Did you have bad experiences as a kid growing up? Were you scareable, or you just just thought they were kind of like goofy? Because that's where I mean that's probably, that's the main reason why I never really got into horror. Because I always just thought they was goofy. Yeah, I I I mean the only movie that believe it or not, you know, I I, I brought up Twilight Zone a little while ago. That movie was one of the that movie scared me a little bit when I was a kid. Now I watch it as a comedy. It's yeah, exactly. Funny. Now I do. I mean, I never really had any movies do that. I always just thought you saw one horror movie, you've seen them all. Yeah. You really know what's going to happen. You know who's dying. You know who's the hero. You know, it's it, They're very predictable, in my opinion. And as much as, you know, I'll sit here and say, oh, well, I don't care if the movie's this or that. I just want to, you know, turn my brain off. Horror to me doesn't do that. It just doesn't. To me, you got to do some thinking. You got to watch. You don't want to miss anything. And, you know, something may jump out of here. It's just not my kind of shit. Yeah. To me, and honestly, this is no joke. To me, what they call psychological thrillers are scarier than actual horror movies. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I, I can't say I hate horror because, you know, I've mentioned a few that I've liked. Um, you know, Seven is, I guess, considered a horror movie. And, uh, you know, B-Megs is kind of bringing up, you know, does do you consider alien sci-fi or horror? I consider alien sci-fi. It's a, it's a sci-fi action movie to me. Maybe you could call it a sci-fi thriller. I would, I would, I would pass that. Not a horror movie. Not a horror movie at all to me. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we're just bringing up Carrie... I liked Carrie. Again, I thought it was a little... I mean, I know this may shock people, but I'd prefer to watch Maximum Overdrive over Carrie. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, it's just my you know my personal preference. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, even, even Teddy Graham saying the alien's probably a thriller. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, Firestarter, people are bringing up in the chat. That was uh, the, the, the Drew Barrymore movie. Uh, young Drew Barrymore. I think she was like 12 years old, 13 years old. Um, but yeah, let's see. A horror movie, Girl Next Door. I don't remember that movie, The Girl Next Door. Give him nightmares. <laughs> I won't say how old you are, B-Max. I'll be nice. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, I mean you know, I, I know, you know, Shaheen's a big, I mean, are you a huge horror fan or do you prefer the other shit or... I mean, just... I mean, like I said, there's some horror movies over the years that I've I've gotten some enjoyment out of. Movies that they consider horror that I don't really consider horror, like uh, something like Leprechaun. To me, I consider those comedies more than horror. Because you know, they made me laugh, even though he's killing people and slashing people. <laughs> I, just, I, I consider them comedies because he's fucking funny. Or Davis is fucking amazing. There really should be like a separate category between like scary movies and horror movies. Or not even scary, because I mean, scary movies can be funny. Horror movies try not to be. You know what I mean? I and I'm. It's probably not even the best comparison, but you know, scary. You you brought up Leprechaun. How can you not laugh at that movie? Exactly, especially the first one. And how how amazing it that fucking Jennifer Aniston went on to be one of the biggest stars of all time. She was in the original Leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the Leprechaun movies, um, you know, I mean, I guess you could even get into the vampire movies when you start saying scary, which are laughable. Uh, John Carpenter's Vampires, that's that's a great fucking movie. It is. Um, well, Vampire, where do, you, where do you place a movie like something like The Lost Boys? Did you Lost consider that horror? No, not at all. Not at all. I consider that for some reason I've seen that categorized, miscategorized, in my opinion, as a horror. Lost Boys, I would consider a thriller, not a horror movie. Um, I mean, you could call it a vampire movie, obviously, but um, that's what I would consider it. I think that's what I would go with. Thriller. Let me see what they have it in for genre on uh, IMDb, if there is one. I don't know where to find that. Let me go to, uh, here, let me go to, uh, what do you call that? Wiki. Wiki never lies. Go to Wikipedia real quick, see what they have it classified as. Because it's always right up at the top there. Oh, motherfucker. Son of a bitch. I clicked IMDb again. <laughs> All right. Uh, American horror comedy film is what they have it as. I see some funny in it. Obviously, you know, the scenes with Corey Feldman and Corey Haynes, some of those are pretty funny. But, uh, again, I don't agree with calling it a horror comedy. Exactly, I would... yeah. Cause, <laughs> I don't consider it horror at all. Because to me, look, I mean, to me... When I think horror, it should scare a horror movie should scare the fuck out of you, mm-hmm. or or at least kind of like hit you with some shit that kind of like has you thinking like, Ugh. yeah. I mean, it's it's a vampire movie. I mean, maybe that should get its own genre because 
there's some really good and really bad vampires out there, movies out there. Like I said, John Carpenter's Vampires is a good one. Um, I mean, I like the Underworld movies, and I know those get another lot of load of shit, but I like the Underworld movies. Um, a Vampire in Brooklyn. Oh, that was great. That was a, not a bad movie. Uh, you know, but I mean, they kind of get... They, they kind of need their own little category. Lost Boys, I would put right in there with them as a little, you know, vampire. But I would call that a thriller. Teen yeah. thriller, I would call that. Teddy Graham has a, a, a teen film. Fantasy horror, that's a good one by B. Megs. But I don't like I don't like putting the word horror in that movie. Yeah, well, it's, 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 to me, especially, I don't know, because I don't consider anything involving vampires, I don't really consider them overly scary or, like, horror-centric, if that's even a word. I, it's just like a separate, like you said, it should be like a subgenre. Yeah, it should be, you know, vampire movies, which, and like I said, there's so many fucking good movies that are, you know, out there that are vampire movies, and I, I, I mentioned a few, and I know I'm missing something. Blade, holy shit. Fucking Dracula. Fucking Blade. Brand Dracula. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that's like considering Blade a horror movie. Yeah. It's an action. It's an action movie. Yeah, <laughs> with some excessive violence, but not horror. No, not at all. See, and you know, know, to me, like a horror movie is something like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The original. Not. I'm not talking about that bullshit uh, that they made a couple mm-hmm. years ago. I'm talking about the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That. That to me. Is a horror movie. Okay. All right. Wiki has at least this right. It classifies Blade as an American vampire superhero film. That's fair. All right. I'll 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 deal with that. I'll definitely deal. You know that's that's good. But but then you take another. But then you take Lost Boys and call it a horror. It's not much different than Blade when you think about it. Yeah. That's that. That's like fucking classifying uh, showgirls as a fucking porno. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, close. They were trying to make it X-rated. I'm saying, um, <laughs> they were trying. Uh, you know, Teddy Graham is bringing up obvious, obvious horror movies. Halloween, Night of the Living Dead, definitely horror movie. Hellraiser, definitely a fucking horror movie. Pinhead, uh, shout out to fucking Pinhead. Absolutely, those are most creative uh, fucking uh, movie monsters of all time. The thing, I'm not sure. The thing, yeah, yeah, oh my, it's a tough one. I'm not sure that's such a horror movie. What that's... about The Abyss? I, I liked The Abyss. Oh fuck! I know what we're missing. I used to have Ooh. to. The Abyss, that's the one about the underwater stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, I used to watch that in school. Fuck, how can we miss this one? What? What would you classify as, uh, what would you classify Jaws as? Wow. Clearly they're going for like that horror vibe with the music. You know what? It's Mechanical Shark. You know what? I will call that a horror for the only one reason that movie itself has made people not want to go in the ocean. I will call it a horror because of that. It's a comedy horror, in my opinion. (laughs) But, you know, that's now. Back then, that movie was 
definitely a horror film. And literally to this day, that movie has scared people from even wanting to go in the ocean. And let's and to be fair, you know, I make the I I, I kind of clown the whole mechanical shark thing, but that movie, the first one at least, came out in the seventies, and I can I can only imagine like in the seventies, it probably looked realistic as fuck. Oh yeah, that was crazy it, shit. Like when you first saw Jaws when you were a kid, were you like scared as fuck? No, you thinking a shark, or did you just kind of laugh? It was we. I thought it was weird, and you know, I, I do remember actually watching that movie with my dad, um, you know, for the first time, and he was, you know, he was kind of making jokes of it, so I didn't get scared. But I mean, I was never scared to go in the ocean. Weebs actually says that uh, Jaws is uh, on Wiki is a thriller. I can live with that. I'm not going to sit there and disagree with that. Thriller is probably better for it than horror because, you know. But, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, you know, a, that that movie, though, like I've said twice already, has caused people to never go in the ocean. Yeah. Oh, From shit. The- well, we got that. We got what else we got? We got the uh, Exorcist. We got uh, Poltergeist. Ex- hey, wait, what about the fucking uh, getting into that a little bit? The curse of the uh, poltergeist because didn't it, didn't a uh, g- little girl die on the set of something? The, uh, I don't know if that was, but a lot of that. It, it seems like everyone but um, Coach on that show has pretty much been, you know, riddled with something. There have been a lot of people that died of, right after that movie. Give me a yeah, yeah. yeah I brought up Ichu Alley. Was they actually did a sh- episode on that? The curse of poltergeist of the poltergeist. Yeah, <laughs> you know, parent, I, I think I'm, don't quote me on this, but I think Craig T. Nelson might be the the lone surviving cast member from that flick. There you go, Craig T. Nelson. Who I like that guy. I really do. I really do like that guy. Let's see here. Here's a few things. Um, trying to get there's a list here. I'm trying to just read over it real quick. This is a. One of those lists where they don't number shit. They just throw it all in there. Uh, let's see. Ghost held to be responsible and explain noises. That's the movie. That's the movie. The coincidence is much more. Dominique Dunn, the 22-year-old actress who, actress who portrayed the big sister Dana Freeling in the first Poltergeist film, died November 1982 at Cedar sinai Medical Center in L.A. four days after her boyfriend choked her into a coma which she never woke up weeks earlier. She had ended her abusive live-in relationship with the same with with uh, the same guy. So you know, there's one uh, Heather O'Rourke, the child actress who played uh, Carol Ann Freeling throughout the first series, unexpectedly passed away at 12 years old, died of septic shock, February 1988. Let me see here. I'm going to keep going here. Julian Beck, the 60-year-old actor who played the evil spirit in Poltergeist 2, died of stomach cancer, 1985, Mount Sinai Hospital in New York. Wow. Will Sampson, the 53-year-old Native American actor who portrayed the spirit tailor in the second Poltergeist, June 3rd, 1987, uh, died in the Houston Hospital. So, a lot of people from this movie, very bad luck. And I'm not done. Uh, although this lady was 76 years old, died in 2010. So, 
but uh, yeah, a lot I of mean, at that point, I, I don't consider her a curse. She just <laughs> she escaped the curse phase. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people in that movie just died suddenly after it, uh, all except for uh, Craig T. Nelson. But uh, yeah, that 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 movie was a little pretty fucking scary when I was a kid. I'll admit that. That was a pretty scary movie, Poltergeist. Pretty creepy, man. That little girl was scary in that movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually trying to think. Um, so, would you say, like, growing up, that probably was the movie that creeped you, not creeped you out, but maybe uh, fuck, put your head a little bit the most? Probably that movie more than anything. I mean, you know, it 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 was just a creepy ass movie, and like I said, when that little girl, you know, there here. Yeah, you know, shit. That 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 line is still said today by people. But you know, great. Now I can look at the movie and be like, you know, it was pretty fucking. It was actually pretty bad at the time, but you know, a decent movie. I mean, I can watch it without problems now. I can pretty much laugh at it right now. So, I'm trying to think. I think um, that movie was really creeping me out as a kid. I think the only thing that really kind of creeped me out when I first saw it as a kid was probably The Shining. Red Rom and just Shelly and just um fucking um what's that, what's that woman's name? No, Shelly Duvall, you're right. Shelly Shelly Duvall. Just she just looked just creep like with the eyes and with the big ass eyes. She just always kind of weirded me out for some reason, just looking at her. Oh, she still just always look kind of frail, like she was going like if you just kinda like tap her, she just gonna like fucking turn to dust. Well, she still looks like all olive oil in the <laughs> I'm but that sorry. predate. There was no excuse though. The Shining came out before Popeye though. I know. Just whenever I see her, I still see olive oil. That's all I see. I don't. I, no matter when it was or where, I still see olive oil. <laughs> now, were you a fan of that uh, version of Popeye that Robin Williams played? Oh God, one of my favorite movies. You seriously being sarcastic? No, I really do like that movie. I will watch that movie any fucking time it's i really like that movie so you think he played a good Popeye? you think he uh did a, a good job uh playing a character absolutely bringing him to life if he was a real person i think he did good i think he did great actually i got no fucking problems with that uh teddy graham is bringing up the movie annabelle i have not seen that but let me see something here i think that movie stars one of my friends. Ah, uh, look at this. Look at this fucking name dropper here. I think that I haven't seen the guy in a long time, but I believe Ward Horton is in that movie. Ward Horton is in that movie. He plays um, John Gordon, who I believe was the main character in that movie. Ward Horton, I actually was a friend of mine when I lived in North Carolina until I was 16 years old. I rode horses with him. Uh, him and my sister were good friends. I'd been to his house. He had been to my house. Yeah, I actually know Ward Horton, who was in that movie. Have not seen the movie. I'll be dead honest, but um, I do know him. That's very cool, though. Very cool factoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w I wouldn't mind getting getting in touch with him. I know he'd know exactly who I was, but uh, yeah. We should probably, uh, maybe we can review that movie. Maybe I can figure out a way to get him on here and review that movie. Oh, wow, that'd be cool. Then we get the, uh, we'll get the inside dirt. 
Might get a few old stories of us uh, terrorizing the horse shows on uh, on little dirt bikes. <laughs> you were a dirt bike guy. I had a li- oh, I, first of all, I love dirt bikes and motorcycles. Absolutely, I had a. Uh, to, to get from the stables to the ring in the horse shows, you always had to go a good, it was a good trip. It was a nice, you know, it was a nice ride always. So people had golf carts, motorcycles, dirt bikes, things to drive them around. Well, I had a little, at the time it was called a Honda CR50 at the time. And uh, I had one. And yeah, little everyone had them, little dirt bikes. You rode them around. They were badass, dude. And where is this? Boston or Florida? This was in North Carolina. I, oh. I went from Boston to North Carolina to when I was 16, I moved to Florida. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this was mostly in North Carolina. I mean, we were never home in the summers. We traveled from state to state to state to state and pretty much watched my sister ride horses. That's all we did. So... Yeah, but uh, yeah, Ward was on the same circuit. He actually lived in uh, Durham, North Carolina. I actually went to school. My sister actually went to school with Ward. Um, they didn't. That school didn't like me very much. Um, sort of threw me out. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> when private school doesn't want your money, there's a problem. Uh, <laughs> See why? <laughs> See, one of these weeks, we're going to do like a box man shoot interview. We're just, I'm just going <laughs> to welcome to another edition <laughs> You'll have of to the see. THC Movie Review Shoot Interview Series. Today, we're joined by a true legend. Yeah, you'll have to see what I remember. Uh, not a lot, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Ward was a, uh, he was cool, man. Yeah, me and him used to ride around when the when we weren't doing anything. We would go ride around and, you know, 14 years old, smoking cigarettes behind dumpsters and shit. You Dumpster know. fires, huh? Nice. Yep, yep, riding riding little dirt bikes around and shit. Yeah, dude, I love dirt bikes and I love motorcycles. Now, let me ask you, did you ever do the uh, ATV thing? Mm-hmm. I love four-wheelers. Nice. We have a few four-wheelers in my house out east in, the, in Emory. We got a couple four wheelers out there. When I go to my brother in law's house, they have a uh, they have a YZ one twenty five dirt bike. They have a YR eighty, a little you know Yamaha eighty. Uh, they've got a couple about three or four four wheelers out there, dude. If it's got wheels, I can drive it. Mm-hmm. If I mean literally, I there's nothing I can't drive. Motorcycles, fucking four wheelers, three wheelers. I know they were banned, but I've ridden the shit out of some three wheelers. So, Box, are you gonna go? Oh, uh, are you gonna go wild hogs on us one day? Get a group of your friends and just relive the glory days. You never know, man. You never know, man. But yeah, dude, I love. I mean, that's one reason I'd like going out to the. You know, I have 15 acres out there, and I can just ride all over it. You know, it's 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 fun, man. I love. I don't know. There's something about dirt bikes and motorcycles, and I mean, a couple of years when I was in Florida, I have a, um, I had a uh, Shadow 1100 Honda, and I would just cruise the beach, man. Just ride up and down the beach. It was fucking awesome. 
Fucking awesome. I actually had a girl jump on the back of the motorcycle one day. And you didn't know her? She was drunk as fuck, just jumped on the back. Did you jump on her after you parked the uh, motorcycle? No, That's what I listeners want to know about. I, no, I heard her slurring when she got into that. I say this right. First of all, I'm not going to be responsible when this bitch fucking passes out and falls off. So I got off the bike and just I wouldn't leave until her friends came and got her. <laughs> I wouldn't fucking tell you. I wouldn't. I just got off the bike, shut it off, put the keys in my pocket, and said, "No, no, 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 no." So, I mean, nah. you're a good dude. You're, seriously, Buck, you're a good guy for that. But uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, where did she rank? Oh, my God. She was like a 3. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I wanted to go home and shower after she jumped on the bike. I was like, get off. <laughs> I mean, if she was at least a 7, I might have been like, <laughs> maybe you get on front. I can hold you like that. But, uh, no, nah, she was like a three. I I'm, I ain't going nowhere, motherfucker. Bitch ain't even got teeth. Fuck that. Oh, God. <laughs> Skinny chick in a bikini all cracked out and drunk. Nah, jumped right on the back of the bike. <laughs> right on that. The only person I ever rode on the back was in uh, one of my ex by one of my ex-girlfriends, Dina. That was the only girl I ever rode on the back of that motorcycle. Uh, yep. <laughs> that was it. And I mean rode on the back in figuratively, literally, and every other sense you can think of. <laughs> she, <laughs> she rode the hog and then she rode the hog. There's something about the revving of a fucking motorcycle engine that just gets a chick going. And I I had the baffles pulled out of the exhaust. This thing was louder than a Harley. I could set car alarms off from 40 feet away. Well, like, set the scene here, you know. Chicks dig, chicks dig motorcycles. That's That's been made clear a lot throughout the decades and the years. Uh, Did you have a jacket, though? Did you have no. a uniform for motorcycle no. riders? No, 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 no. I'm not the kind of guy that does the whole, you know, I'm riding a motorcycle, so I have to wear the uni- I don't. I don't ride a bike and put on spandex. And you the know, boots and all. No, no. Um, I did have a, a pair of boots, but they were not like they were just black. They looked like cowboy boots, but they had uh, metal on the bottom and uh, extra rubber pad on the back. They were motorcycle boots. So I did have boots, but I just wore jeans, a fucking t-shirt, and fucking in Florida, all you needed was eye protection. So. Sunglasses, brah. That was it. And yeah, I pulled the fucking baffles out of the exhaust. This thing was loud. Loud. Yeah, I loved that bike, man. I miss that fucking bike. And I miss all my mo- I miss all my motorcycles, man. You sold them all? Well, yeah. Now all I got is, like I said, the dirt bikes, some ATVs. I'm not allowed to really be on the road with motorcycles anymore. It's... Kids and shit, man, they're worried about me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love riding motorcycles. Absolutely fucking love There's nothing like it, dude. Nothing. So the rush you get from is real. You always hear people talk about the rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you ever ridden? Uh, no. Have you ever ridden anything on two wheels except a bike? No, strictly a bike guy. All right, you've never even been on a motorcycle, you're saying? No, I want to. I want really? to. Really? 
Yeah, I want this is one of the bucket list things I want to try. Uh, it's uh, it's nice, man. It's nice, and my um, you know, it it it's it's fun. Like I said, especially in Florida, when you can just you know sit there and do thirty five miles an hour on the beach, not worry about you know someone you know killing you. Uh, especially in Florida, you know the fucking old people don't see you. But this bike, dude, there was no way you didn't hear this thing. You could hear this thing coming a mile away. You can sit there and tell me you didn't see me. I'm good with that. You didn't hear me? Fuck you. <laughs> you heard me. Some people have diminished motor skills. <laughs> like they react after the fact. <laughs> oh, Dude, you don't even know some of the people I've seen driving cars in Florida. I mean, white hair, mouth wide open, not even looking at the road, hitting cars. It, it's... It's a scary place to drive, dude. It's a scary fucking place to drive. I've had I had a woman hit me four times at a stoplight and I got out and she just pulled away like nothing happened. Nothing happened. Didn't even care. She didn't even know she hit me. Did not even know she hit me. Crazy shit in Florida, dude. Crazy fucking shit. Yes, B makes mouth wide open, just can't even breathe. Just, oh my! You're literally wondering, are they, are they, are they dead in that car? Just, I, I mean, I know you can't see it, Anthony. Just driving like this there. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like the dude that old people think where they like grip the wheel with both hands and like just, it's like yeah. they're zoomed, they're pulled in real tight, but they're not really looking at anything in particular. Oh, they're pulled in so tight, they're 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 looking at something. The fucking dashboard. God damn it, all they can see is the fucking speedometer. They can barely see over the wheel. Dude, it's 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 a fucking you need to be on your game driving in Florida, dude. Especially South Florida. On your game. Even on the beach, you know, the A1A can get a little hairy there, but most of the time you're good there. You're fucking good right there, man. You know, so I, I guess tried. it depends, like, because you hear horror stories about driving in, like, either L.A. or New York, especially well, New York. That's traffic more than anything, you know, all the traffic in New York and shit. That's, I mean, Boston is the same way. I mean, Boston's horrible for traffic, and that's the one place my dad is a great driver. Anywhere else, my dad scares the shit out of me. But when well, he's... Is, is he, like, uh, does he have anger issues behind the wheel, or is he just, like, just drives fast? Oh my God! My dad drives with two feet. Ah, oh, he has a left foot, huh? Oh uh, no, two, no, two feet. Oh, you said two feet. He drives with two feet, not lead feet. Two feet. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. my dad thinks he's driving a fucking forklift. Oh shit! He is horrible. My dad speeds up to red lights. He's he he'll stop at the last minute when you're like, oh my God, we're gonna hit this person. He scares the shit. But you put him in Boston and New York, my dad's the fucking man, dude. That man can drive in traffic. But yeah, any other way, I'm scared shitless to be with him sometimes. I have literally, my dad falls asleep at the wheel. I have literally had to wake my dad up. And you know, it's funny, I was mentioning all, you know, the horse shows and the traveling. There was one night we. Instead of doing the hotel thing, we had a motorhome. So we had the motorhome with a horse trailer, 
and then we had another truck with a camper for you know the uh for other people to stay my dad was driving it my dad's driving the 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 dually pickup truck you know what a dually is right yeah big dual back wheels and uh my dad's driving that with the, with a camper on the back me and my mom are in the motor home with the horse trailer on the back so you know just to get an idea of how long both vehicles are next thing you know we see my dad is in front of us we're in Virginia, and he just we're in the right lane, and I just see my dad starts going over and over and over. He fucking fell asleep at the wheel. He knocked three cars off the road, including a pickup truck with a boat on the back. We, <laughs> I'm not, we, la- I'm oh not my laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's funny. <laughs> it's funny now. We are honking our horn, doing everything we can. Finally, my t- you you knew when he woke up because the whole thing, you just saw him rip the wheel to the right, and I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna flip over. Oh How he god. didn't flip over, absolutely amazing. But it was like he's. We finally pull over, and he's like, I'm tired. And my sister was in there with me. He goes, I look over at Tracy. She's out like a light. And I said, ooh, sleep looks so nice. I close my eyes for a second. Next thing I know, I'm in the grass in the median. Yeah, that'd be the worst. (laughs) Yeah, It's like like the deeper sleep you get into. It's just like the worst it'd be when you hit that. Because, I mean, all jokes aside, you hear hear a lot of horror stories about truck drivers on the road. Mm. (laughs) That's basically driving on, like, fucking zero sleep. Well, luckily they've done away with that. These guys can't drive for more than this amount of time, and all this truck drivers are pretty regulated now. They can only drive for, uh, uh, man, I could get Tony on the phone, but I think it's 12 or 15 hours max. And then they have to pull over for, I think, eight hours. There has to be a downtime for truck drivers now. So, yeah, yeah, I know the um, friend of mine's truck driver every now and then I meet him in Canton. It's about uh, about an hour and a half from me. And he's like, well, I can't get there today because I got to shut down for eight hours. So they're they're really trying not to have shit like that. Um, you know, and, and, and B-Meg is saying it's not the... Go- the governors aren't the problem with the engines. They have tracking on all their wheels. Uh, they... And, and, you know, they have to have manifests and everything. Truck driving is very regulated now. Very. Even if you own your own truck, someone is responsible for the load you're carrying. And that person can get in trouble if you don't follow the rules. So, yeah, it's a real regulated thing right now. Yeah, it's a shame it took them so long to fucking do it, but at least, yeah. they, at least they're taking care of the new generation of guys. Yeah, thank God, man. I mean, you know, it's it's it was very. I mean, you know, you would see, you would hear stories of truck drivers, you know, holding their cigarette low so it burnt them if they did fall asleep, uh, you know, shit like that, but. I don't know, man. I'm 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 glad because fucking, let's face it, dude. Truck drivers, fucking, they do run this country. If you think about it, they do a job a lot of people don't want to do. They're they're away from their family more than Roman Reigns 
<laughs> More than Roman Reigns is away from his family, truck drivers are away from theirs. Fucking cocksucker. I work five days a week, 15 <laughs> minutes a night. Don't you see me out there? I got shit in my hair. <laughs> Fuck you. Five whole days. I work five days a week, seven years in a row. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm not getting into that. We're not talking wrestling tonight. but uh, That was funny, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's funny, man. I, I brought up Ward, and I've been telling all these fucking horse show stories since. It's all I've been doing since, maybe. Yeah, dude, it's fucking... Speaking of truck drivers, thoughts on Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> thoughts on Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, BMX just gave away the ending of movie with, with, with the question. Jimmy Hoffa, gr- I, I, I enjoy that movie. I really do. That's uh, Nicholson. Uh, Den- um, ugh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Danny DeVito. Uh, a few of the people in that movie I, I can't think of right now, but that's another really good movie. I like the story in that movie. Um, and I mean, come on, dude. Nicholson. I'm ch- fucking Jack's in that movie, dude. No, now yeah. you got me wondering who else is actually in that movie. Have I you ever seen that one? one second. Um, Have you seen that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, just and, Hoffa. And, I, and honestly, like, watching the movie actually made me do research on, uh, like, the real Jimmy Hoffa. Really yeah. interesting story. And I, I, I wanted to see a picture of him to see what, uh, how much... And, like, uh, Nichols, that was, like, brilliant casting, because fucking Nicholson, the way they did his makeup, and just even without the makeup and the facials and all that, he looks fucking scarily like Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, there was only one other person that could have pulled off that role, and I was actually saying this to someone when I first watched this movie. Um, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Now I can't think of his fucking name. Give me two seconds. I know exactly who I'm thinking of and what. Uh, while you're doing that, I actually got the cast list here. And uh, a guy's name who's come up a lot on this show tonight, fucking John C. Riley, he was in it. Uh, J.T. Walsh, Frank Whaley. Ah, Frank Whaley. Uh, who else here? Like him. Like him. Armand Asante. I forgot he was in this. Wow. Yeah, that's right. That's his damn. I forgot. See, he was in another great fuck. He was in Gotti. Gary oh, Oldman. Oh, Gary Oldman was the only other person that could have pulled that role off. In Hoffa. Nicholson and uh, Oldman, I believe, could have. Uh, Gary Oldman could have done that part well, too. And I'm, I pulled it up. I mean, you know, we're not reviewing a half of the night, but you know what's very interesting? I consider it to be a good movie. You consider it to be a good movie. But it was a flop at the box office. It was. That surprises me for some reason. Well, I mean, was it a big flop? Let's see, 19... Oh, 92 was a tough movie year. We've gone through 92 before. Tough year for movies. Uh, A lot of good ones. This movie, I guess it was sort of a flop. I mean, I, I mean, it made money, I mean, but it made, it didn't make the budget back. To me, if a movie makes under what it took to make, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I, they probably consider it a flop. Like, it, it took $35 million to make it, but it only made $29 million of it back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the best, but I do really like that movie. I li- like I said, I like the story. I like watching it, and I think he, I think fucking he did badass. But, uh, 
I mean, you know, you brought up Armand Asante and Gotti, dude. Have you seen? I know you've seen Gotti. Oh yeah. Well, that's another fucking movie that I absolutely fucking love, dude. We need to get to that movie one night too. When we get back to an, another, yet another mafia night, we'll do that. But yeah, I mean, that's got Armand Asante, William Forsythe, Frank Vincent. Fucking, you know, Jesus Christ, you name it. The Mark Lawrence, Tony Circo. Oh my God, everybody's in this fucking movie. Big pussies in this movie, goddammit. Yes. So, yeah, we need to definitely get that fucking movie out of the way one night. But that's a really good one. I'll, that's another one that uh, didn't do very well. Yeah. But that was... That, God, that was a, that was like a, a HBO exclusive, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was an HBO movie, much like uh, Bronx Tale. Yeah. I'm actually missed though. I don't even. I don't know if HBO still does it, but that used to be like a big deal for me growing up. The movie of the week on fucking <laughs> HBO. Yeah, yeah. Um, B Max is bringing up a DB Cooper related movie, Up a Creek. I haven't seen it, but uh, Dax Shepard, Matthew Lillard. Uh, Matthew Lillard is Shaggy, uh, Scooby Doo Shaggy. I don't know That's what else to say. Weird motherfuckers, right? Looking motherfuckers, right there. Dax Shepard. Yeah. And Seth Green. And Seth Green. Everybody knows who Seth Green is. I don't think I have to sit there and con you into who that guy is. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's, it's, I haven't seen that one, but I guess I need to. Let me check out, uh, here, let me do something real quick. Let me check it out real quick, see what we're talking about. At least we don't have to uh, be like, oh, I haven't seen it. Move on. Up a Creek movie. Because there's a bunch of different... It's all talking about that shit, so... Here we go... Bob McGraw... This is not the same movie we were just talking about. That's Up The Creek. As the as opposed to Up Her Creek? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, this is... I can't find that. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and look it up. I can't find it right now. But... Um, yeah, I guess that's another one I need to add to my list of movies to watch. So, I'm trying to think what else I've watched this week. I, uh, I, I, I think what I watched this week. Um, believe it or not, I've been in like an old school frame of mind, TV show wise. Mm -hmm. So I've actually started rewatching Three's Company. Really? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just. I don't know, for some reason, don't get me wrong, there's good TV shows on now, mm -hmm. but I don't feel like they're making shows to last anymore, like they used to. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I actually downloaded, uh, or got, I'm sorry, I actually got uh, the original In-Laws movie the other day. You ever seen that movie from 1979, The In-Laws with Peter Falk? Uh, no, I've heard of it, but no, I've seen, I've seen a newer version. Oh, you've got to watch the old version. You've got to watch the old version. That's one I've got, um, Chips, the new Chips movie. I went ahead and got that also. <laughs> you got the new Chips? Yeah, I know that bombed. Big time. Uh, and I did get that Jimmy All Is By My Side movie. That's actually a 2013 movie that's kind of just become kind of out there. Uh, 
Teddy Graham bringing up CB4 in the archives, sir. We've we've we did that movie. Yeah, sweat of my balls, bitch. <laughs> sweat of my balls. Yeah, I think we uh, ate some big ass biscuits when we did that episode. <laughs> um. Oh, oh that well, reminds me. Uh, you know what you made me think of? Or I made myself think of with the big ass biscuit line. Mm. Fucking uh, Chris Rock at the very, very end of I'm gonna get you sucker with the 15 cents for one rib. There you go. Yeah, I love it. That's good. Now you know what? I'm glad you brought up uh, Chris Rock. There was another movie, and uh, Teddy Graham. I'll get. I'll get to you. I, I see you brought up Passenger 57. That's a movie I'll I'll talk about in just a second. Another movie I was watching a couple weeks ago with Chris Rock was Head of State. Oh, I oh I love that movie. That is one of the dumbest fucking movies, but I will watch it, I will laugh at it, and Robin Givens is sexy as hell in it. Yeah, come on. You got you got Chris Rock and Bernie Mac playing off each other. What more can you ask for in the movie? Oh, Bernie Mac is badass in this movie, as he is in every movie he was in. Um Bernie Mac being Bernie Mac, as usual, but yeah. Good, good, good fucking movie, Head of State. And again, not a great movie. Not a movie that, oh, this movie. Go ahead, say it sucked. I'll say I liked it. It was stupid, it was funny, and I enjoyed it. Um, Now, Teddy Graham, like I said, brought up Passenger 57, which is funny because I was going to bring up U.S. Marshals, um, which is a movie I was watching a couple days ago. I just, out of nowhere, I decided to watch that movie. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones and uh, 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 Wesley Snipes, but uh, we'll go. We'll start with pa- now. Passenger Fifty Seven. You seen that one? Oh yeah, man, classic. Yeah. <laughs> now I believe this is the one where he's John Cutter. Yep. Always okay. bet on black. Always bet on black. That was one of the lines from the movie. Now, um, this wasn't the one with Halle Berry. No, 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 no. I'm thinking of a complete, I'm thinking of a complete, I'm thinking of a completely different movie. I'm thinking of Executive Decision. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the movie where fucking Steven Seagal died in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. Steven Seagal died in the first, yes. Like, that was, like, I mean, I swear, I mean, I'm like, that that just blew my mind. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, because I don't know, even as a kid, like, to me, like, I don't know. As a kid watching Steven Seagal, he was like John Cena before John Cena was John Cena. Uh, so I'm actually surprised he allowed himself to kind of get jobbed out, so to speak. <laughs> just yeah, like, you he just really basically, did. Like he had a walk-on role, and then he was like gone. <laughs> yeah, he really fucking did, man. I was shocked because, you know, you watch that movie and you're expecting to see a Steven Seagal action movie. And then, you know, he... he holy fuck, it... Did he... I mean, are they going to bring him back, like, stuck on the plane or something? What? Nope, uh, they just sent his ass sailing. Yeah. Sailing out that window. Yeah, and uh, Len Carew is in that movie, uh, who plays on uh, Blue Bloods right now. He's the dad on Blue Bloods. The grandfather on Blue Bloods, actually. Now, we'll get back to Passenger 57 in a minute. Oh. Since, since, you, since you had brought up uh, Executive Decision. Mm-hmm. Where, where would you would, would you uh, rank uh, Kurt, uh, Kurt Russell in the... Uh, <laughs> Would you put him in the uh, great action star category? Has oh, he done yeah. enough to merit that? Oh, dude, I will take two movies and just say absolutely. 
I'm gonna get you, sucker. And um, ah, what's the fucking second movie? I'm just thinking Tango and Cash. Tango and fucking Cash. Love that movie. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was good. I'll give you that one. Matter of fact, that could have been in the shitty movies we loved category. Honestly, I thought you would have said uh, Tango, either like Tango and Cash, and uh, like um, Escape from New York or something like that. Escape from New York was a good one. I like that one, but I, re- I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, Big Trouble in Little China. That's the one I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. Thank you, Teddy. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China and Tango and Cash to me. Those two, him and Stallone together, played some of the best two cops. And, you know, the jokes they were making with each other were just fucking... I mean, they, they, you know, they, they were just two cops making dick jokes. And I hate to say, but that's what the movies were back in those days. Buddy cop movies were cops making jokes about their uh, whose dick was bigger. Yeah. That was it. And that, was, that, that made it fucking hilarious, man. Fucking hilarious. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I... I I think Kurt Russell's definitely a fucking action star. Cool. So I, I guess, uh, let me see, back to Passenger 57. Mm-hmm. Which, was, that, was that a thumbs up for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one I will actually seek out sometimes to watch. That one is, that's one, like I said, U.S. Marshals. I just kind of out of nowhere grabbed it. Uh, the Fugitive. The the newer one, the Tommy Lee Jones one, I like that one, and I like the original too. If you've ever seen the original Fugitive, oh yeah, that's yeah. another Harrison. Fuck, he did a lot of shit in the early night. Patriot Games. Uh, what was that other one? Um, who you talking about Harrison? Remember, remember Clear and Present Danger, dude? Harry, are you talking about Harrison Ford? Yeah, dude, he's like the original heartthrob sex symbol of Hollywood, in my opinion, dude. He was like the first one women were getting wet in the theaters over. One of the first, in my opinion. You know, I was young, so you know, I'm sure there were more before my time. But I, he's the one woman, the one you know, man. The women were all dying over when I was a kid. I remember that. But yeah, he was a he, dude. He's a come on, Han fucking Solo people. Yeah, Han. Fucking solo, and then he went on to do the um, uh, the movies I mentioned, or the Raider of the Lost Ark movies. Those were fucking awesome. You know, I, all those were good. Were were good movies. Uh, Indiana Jones, yeah, Indiana Jones and Raider of the Lost Ark. That's what I meant, Teddy. Quit trying to fucking correct me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's what the show's about. I fuck that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's fine. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Call yeah. us out on our shit. There you <laughs> go. Don't check our facts half the time anyway. <laughs> exactly. We we look it up while we're doing the show. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. He, but yeah, Harrison Ford, legit badass. And you know, legit badass. This Harrison Ford travels around in his helicopter looking for people to rescue. In real life, people. Yeah. Not just in movies. In real life, this guy yeah. runs around in a helicopter looking to rescue people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, know, you, you know you're a badass when you're like in your mid-70s riding helicopters and shit. <laughs> Flying helicopters. Flying fucking helicopters at 70 years old looking for people to rescue. 
Dude, that's fucking balls, bro. And let's not under... I mean, we're talking about his action stuff, but he's actually a good actor. What was that movie? Uh, Presumed Innocent. Uh, I think I saw that one. That was a good movie. I, th- I, th- I want to say that was in Philly, or was that the other one on um, Witness? I don't know. Look this up real quick. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue about that, man. I have no clue. I'm kind of, just kind of looking here, seeing some of the movies. trying to think of some movies that I've been watching or been wanting to watch. I don't know, man. I'm... I'm I <laughs> The other day I woke up and all I wanted to do was watch a couple of Elvis movies. You weird you weird <laughs> son of a bitch. I watched Clambake and Blue Hawaii. <laughs> Did you sing the songs too? Did you throw on a jumpsuit while you were watching these movies? No, but I kept wanting to call my dad, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> my I mean look, big Elvis fan, my dad, obviously, but I mean I've got a t- of fucking Elvis movies. I really do. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. But yeah, I, 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 I just, for some reason, I got up the other day and I felt like watching Elvis movies. So I watched Clambake and Blue Hawaii. Have you seen any Elvis movies? Anthony? Honestly, I, I've seen bits and pieces over the years, but I've never actually sat down and watched a whole Elvis flick. No, I can't oh, say I might have to force you to sit down and watch some Elvis movies. Don't worry, I know. I know we agreed to do an Elvis episode. I will uh, subject myself to hunka hunka uh, Elvis love or whatever his hits are. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up, man. Come on now. No, I mean he's an institution, but you have to admit that he's been kind of like um. They, I mean, I don't know. Since he died, it's like it's like he's become a caricature. Maybe it's because of all of the impersonators or. The fucking pseudo, the way he died, maybe. But it's like, he's become a caricature of himself. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. I mean, he... I mean, I, I mean, I mean, look, I'm sure, like, Elvis in his prime was a bad motherfucker. Oh, he was. I mean, a pussy magnet, even though oh. the pussy he wanted wasn't legal. But hey, that's another story <laughs> for another time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have, like, 17 out of his 20-something films. I mean, I have Blue Hawaii... <laughs> I have Clambake, but th- they're not all his films, actually. I have uh, an Elvis on tour. I you have uh, Jailhouse Poon. I have, I have Fun in Acapulco, G.I. Blues. Mm. It Happened at the World's Fair, Girls, 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 Jailhouse Rock, King Creole, which is another excellent movie of his. Love a Little, Love a Little, or Live a Little, Love a Little, Love Me Tender, Paradise Hawaiian Style, Roustabout, Stay Away Joe, and Tickle Me. And that's the Elvis movies I have. But, I mean, you know, a few of them were all right. G.I. Blues was a good one. Fun in Acapulco was good. King Creole, he was a badass in that movie. He he played a badass in that movie. But, yeah, I mean, Elvis was a badass. And, yeah, he died in, you know, weird circumstances. And, you know, but the he's one man who never lost his voice. He was never, you know falling off stage or um you know uh, shit like that he just wasn't doing stuff like that and again here's a guy who never considered himself a drug addict uh you know jesus christ fast forward to 2017 the man doesn't think he's a drug addict because he is taking prescription drugs yeah 
Oh, the doctor prescribed him. I'm not a drug addict. Man could not stand guys like the Beatles and Jim Morrison. He was literally calling them drug addicts and, you know, this and that. And he's sitting there, you know, taking a pill to wake up, a pill to eat, a pill to stop eating, a pill to go to sleep, a pill to take a piss. Guys took a pill for fucking everything. But their prescription, their prescription. Yeah. You can justify anything you want. If you really want to, you can justify anything. And, and to be fair, a lot of in a lot of cases, people that get addicted start off taking med- medication for legitimate reasons, mm-hmm. and then it just turns into an addiction. Like what they what's what's that one that that uh, fucks you up real good? Oxy. Oxycodone. Oxy. Well, here's what happens with oxy. You you uh, let's say you're an athlete. You I'll just you know I'll say you tear your ACL. You go to the surgery, you get it done, your doctor gives you oxy. You get hooked. You can't get any more. Next thing you know, you're doing heroin because oxy is fucking legal prescribed heroin, basically. Next thing you know, you're outscoring fucking real heroin because you can't get off the pills, you can't take the pain, and it's the only way to keep you straight. Yeah. That's what fucking happens. That's 90% of the time, that's, you know, that's what happens to athletes. They they do surgery. Next thing you know, they're hooked on whatever they were on, and they're out trying to score fucking heroin. But, you know, uh, look, prescription drugs are, are, you know, more today than any, you know, and today I mean, you know, more in 2017, 2016 with... Marijuana becoming legal in more states, people are figuring out that the prescription drugs aren't really that necessary in society. When cannabis, uh, cannabis oil, THC can do most of the stuff that it's doing. It's just, you know, luckily we're learning more and some people are waking up and, you know, hey, marijuana is not bad. It's actually very useful, but... You know, it's just, it sucks, man. We have all these people getting addicted to drugs and they don't think they're drug addicts because, oh, it's prescription. Yeah. Yeah, if we ever want to do something real random for the show, um, it's a documentary out. Been out. It came out a few years ago. I think it's still on Netflix called Prescription Thugs. Yeah, it is on Netflix. Yes, I mean, it's a, it's a very underrated documentary. Mm-hmm. Apparently, doctors are the biggest drug dealers of them all. <laughs> Because they get kickbacks. According to that documentary, if you really watch it, go out of your way to look at it. Yeah, because because they get kickbacks from the drug companies. It's a partnership, bro. You sell this, you get this amount. It's commission. They're fucking... Dude, they're shoe salesmen with drugs. Yeah. They're shoe sales... They're car salesmen with drugs. How's that? That's, really, that's, actually, that's actually a good analogy. Yeah, that's it's seriously that's what that's what I think. Every time, dude, you know what? I'll hear every time my fiance goes to the doctor, all she comes back with is another. Well, they gave me a prescription for this prescription. You should see my fucking medicine cabinet. There's like nothing. None of it has my name on it. <laughs> Shit, my shit doesn't come with a prescription. How's that? Oh god, yours comes in empty bottles, so they can't identify shit. Mine's come my. Mine comes in little plastic baggies. That's oh, old school, huh? Yeah, yeah, little plastic baggies. I come home and put it in jars. I was a, you know, little little buds. You know what I mean, people? Am I getting it out there? 
Yeah, yeah, and B-Bags is saying, you know, muscle relaxers, I can see how, and, and somas, and I can see, again, I can see how they're uh, addicting. It's the same thing. You you become addicted to the feeling, the fact that you're not in pain. Listen, I'm not going to lie. When I take a fucking hydrocodone or something, I'm a happy man. I'm not in pain. But I also know if I do it every fucking day, I'm going to fuck up myself. So, you know, I'd rather fucking, you know, smoke a bowl and be a happy dude still. Just my way. I'd rather do that. I, and, you know, I, I, I've i never been big into pills. I'm not going to be like, I've never taken a pill. I've taken some pills. Yeah. But but you know what's scary to me? Like, you know, I know it's not the wrestling show, but when you hear about, like, the whole, like, from back in the day, when you hear... Oh, you know, I would take you know eight, you know, eighty-seven somas in a in a, a half an hour or some shit like that. I could. Could you ever see yourself getting that kind of uh, immune to a, a fucking pill where you just take them so much that you could just take large quantities and not feel a fucking thing? No, or before I mean, you even notice it. No, I mean it's like Kurt Angle. I believe he said he was taking almost like a hundred hundred plus pills a day. Like that, I mean, when you hear like I guess like I said, like you build up an immune to immune to some of that stuff, but it's, like, weird to think that somebody could actually physically take that many pills over the course of a day, and it's like, eh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, you know, like I said, I mean, Kurt Angle said he was taking, I'm not sure if it was over 100 or 80-some pills a day, but he was taking a shitload of pills a day just to get through the fucking day. Obviously, you know, that's why WWE, you know, got rid of him in the first place, and Make fun of Dixie for hiring him, whatever you want to do, but, you know, at least she gave him a chance. And, you know, he he did turn his life around after a few incidents. Sometimes, you know, we, we've said before, though, you you do have to hit that rock bottom, which, you know, that's not us saying it. That's that's fact. That's that that's, you know, medical fact. You got to hit that rock bottom sometimes in order to come back up. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and you know his. I mean, come on, dude. Can you blame Kurt Angle? He was, his body is obviously fucked up. His wife left him for a fucking, a, a, a fucking, <laughs> a hillbilly carny. Oh god! I mean, he uh, Jesus Christ! And, and I, you basically have to kiss that hillbilly carny's ass. <laughs> like, I, I mean, like he ain't fucking your wife. <laughs> I, dude, I would be take. I, I, I'd be giving Kurt pills. How's that? At that point? I'd be like, dude, here, dude, 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 dude. No, look, no, look. I know they have my name on them. You take them. Take. No, I know. I know. It's a lot of money in somas. Have them. They're yours. I, I don't even know, man. You know, I don't even know if that's me in that situation. Just my pride. I don't care if I had to fucking live out of a cardboard box. I, I couldn't work for the man as fucking my wife, or even if she's my ex-wife. Just the fact that he's fucking the person that I had kids with, I, I couldn't say, no. I couldn't do that. So, Kurt's a better man than most people. Sitting there having, having your fucking kids call another man daddy, I don't think so, bro. Oh, yeah, that, that yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I that, 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 I, I, to me, that situation, I never understood it. I just, no. I'll say this, I wish a motherfucker would. Uh-huh. Kick the shit out of him. I carry a gun. <laughs> I, I carry guns, bitch. <laughs> I said plural, didn't I? Oops. 
sometimes I carry two. Let's not, I won't lie. <laughs> Depends on what day and where I'm going. Oh, speaking of, because I'm trying to think. What was I watching? Um, fuck, that was a documentary. I've been on a documentary kick. And I was watching an old documentary on uh, Different Strokes. What? Different Strokes. Oh, I know the show. Yeah. No, no, but I mean, I, the behind the scenes is very interesting. Considering the fact, I walked away from that documentary shocked the shit that fucking the only two original cast members still surviving are Todd Bridges mm-hmm. and uh, Charlotte Ray, the original maid. Really? The only two fucking... Because this documentary came out in like... I want to say it was like sometime in the 90s. Like 98, 99. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, it had to be like 99 because it was the last recorded interview that Dana Plato did before she died. Really? Because remember, she had... I don't know if you remember this. She had did a Howard Stern interview the yeah. day before she committed suicide because she died of a drug overdose. Right. And uh, apparently she had did a Howard Stern interview. She was talking about how she's been clean and sober. And you know the fucking Howard Stern show. It got so bad, the interview went so bad because like, a lot of callers were kind of giving her shit that Howard Stern, of all people, had to step in and say, come on, guys, lay off. So apparently, like, you know, I'm pretty sure she killed herself because of depression. Well, well among other things, it was, that wasn't the whole call, so I'm not going to blame Howard yeah, for that. Yeah, I mean, it's... That, right. that might have just been the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of, you know, we're talking about Howard Stern and, you know, radio shows like that. I heard Opie from Opie and Anthony was fired yesterday. For what? Wow, this is breaking news. Uh, well, not really. I, I, I'm not a. But it was on. Matter of fact, give me two seconds. Let me just hit. Well, it's breaking Google. news to me. Put it like that. <laughs> right. Uh, let me just type this in. Greg Opie Hughes. Let me make sure. I, I just want to go to Google and see if. Uh, let me type in news. Yeah, this is still in the news. Uh, fired from a Sirius XM. Give me two seconds. Let me pull up this article, and I will tell you why he was fired. Um, the firing comes three years after uh, Hughes, Greg Hughes, former co-host of uh, for his former co-host Anthony Cumia. Now, this is almost three years to the date after Anthony was let go for kind of a racist tirade um but uh obviously greg opie hughes was obviously fired it says here he videoed someone going to the bathroom and put it on the air and this i mean they've done way wackier stuff than this before way wackier stuff than this but uh was it some fat disgusting pig or was it like a hot chick i don't know i'm trying to get to a fucking website that'll actually show it instead of uh making me go through 30 fucking things uh let's see this one will i'll go to uh not that it matters because i don't know videotaping somebody taking a shit or piss what is gross they have done so much. I mean, look, they, these guys had guys getting their balls being stung by wasps. Oh, to be a kid in the 90s. In the fucking, in, I mean, unfucking believable But yeah, yeah, he was fired yesterday for that reason. 
um, almost exactly three years. I believe Anthony was fired on July 11th, so wow, five days prior, th- three years later, five days prior to that, Opie is now gone, so I would expect to see Opie and Anthony get back together on Anthony's uh, platform, to be honest with you. Yeah. I would not doubt it. Uh, you know, B Meg Sam, Jim Norton, and Sam Roberts on their way up. Sam Roberts was already on his way up. Norton, maybe. I don't know what's happening. I I have not listened in a long fucking time, man. A long time. But uh yeah, that was something I was reading yesterday. And I was a huge O and A fan. Um I still have a Whip 'em Out Wednesday sticker on my wall. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's, um, that's weird, man. They have done so many crazy things. They had Brie Olsen blow, a, literally blow one of their fucking employee or interns on air. Yeah. But it's very wholesome now, so. But a guy going to the bathroom gets him fired. Uh, <laughs> Unbelievable. Brie Olsen, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, that, that one was a legend for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Charlie Sheen's uh, girl. Yeah, one of the goddesses. One of, and she is, dude. I would. I'd make her get tested, but I would not. <laughs> I would. I would look. I, I'd. I'd yeah. risk it, dude. I'd risk it. Mm-hmm. I'd risk it. Um, I don't know, man. I'll be honest, bro. I don't have much more. We're we're going way off movie topics, which means I think we're uh, think maybe we should wrap it up. What do you think, man? Yeah, good show though. Yeah, we've gone uh just under two hours. We've done pretty dang good. So, all right, y'all. That's it, man. So, uh, catch me and Anthony next week right here mixler.com slash tht podcast you can find us on all the social media sites just look for tht movie review and you can find us on stitcher radio tune in radio pod directory anywhere you can find podcasts uh not really putting them up on youtube anymore there it's just not worth my fucking time to be honest with you uh, so I haven't been really doing that. But anyway, uh, thanks everybody in the chat room hanging out with us today. Really appreciated y'all's input in the show. And uh, don't forget, me and Shaheen will be here Wednesday night. Check us out right here, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Mixer.com slash THD Podcast. That's for THD Wrestling. And Sunday night, uh, Cat Morris of Yakuza Kick Radio and Shaheen. We'll be uh, doing a show. They usually start up about 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, go for about an hour. They have not come up with a name for that show, so it's Yakuza Kick Hot Tag Collaboration. So there you go. Anthony, you got anything more to say? No. Thanks for joining us, folks. And uh, we're going to probably try to do a show like this once or twice a month just to kind of break up the monotony of movies. But, yes, we're going to do this. Be, be doing this more often. All right. Well, there you go. Thanks, Anthony. And, of course, on that note, fucking you know what to do. Uh Uh-oh. You can't do it. 
Excuse me. I fucked up. Here we go. I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. Eh, there you go. Later.